What is up, plant people? Hey, today is, uh, I don't know, to the 10th? 10th, yes, Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, uh, just after election week. So it's been quite the week and weekend. Um, I did not have an episode scheduled for today, but I'm going to throw a bonus one at you because I started a new podcast. So um, there is this project called Napod Pomo, so National Podcast Post Month. It's kind of like NaNoWriMo and the, some of these other uh, do a thing every day in November events. So I wanted to take part in this and essentially podcasters just post an episode every day. Uh, of different lengths of different materials for the month of November. Well, I didn't think that felt or fit very well with uh, Planthropology in this project. So I started a new podcast called The Plant Prof. And um, the whole point is that I kind of just talk through uh, answers to questions that y'all have given me. I throw random plant facts out. I really just rant about whatever comes to my little brain uh, at the time of recording. And so uh, for the month of November, I'm posting an episode every single day. And most they're all t- less than 10 minutes long. They're super short and bite-sized and uh, just about whatever I happen to think is interesting that day. Going forward after November, I think it's going to be a weekly companion to this show. So if there is a specific thing that a guest brought up or that we discussed that we didn't get time to go more into detail about... um. I will talk about it the next week on, or maybe the same week. It'll probably come out Wednesday, so the day after um, Planthropology, and and maybe just talk about some specifics. Again, I'll answer questions. I will uh, just muse about whatever is on my mind, talk about garden tips and all of those things. So uh, it's laid back. It's funny. I'm pretty much doing zero editing on that show, so whatever comes out of my mouth is what ends up on the podcast episode. So go check out The Plant Prof anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, I'll link it on I'll, I'll link it on a couple of different places in the show notes. Maybe just put in the link tree. But I think it's going to be fun. Uh, even going forward, they'll all be short episodes, um, ten to fifteen minutes max. So. Anyway, thanks for your support. It's a great way to kick off year two. I hope you are caught up on Planthropology, but if you want to hear me, just me, talk about more plant stuff and uh, go into a little bit more detail about things that I think are interesting, please check out The Plant Prof, and uh, I would appreciate it. Your support is awesome, and uh, enjoy um, the first couple of episodes of the plant prof here in this bonus episode and then uh you can go check out everything that has come since then y'all are the best i hope you enjoy hello friends Today's November 2nd, and it's the second day of Napod Pomo and the second episode of the Plant Prof Podcast. I'm Vikram Baliga, your host, and let's talk about plant stuff. So, uh, as you may have heard, seen, heard, seen and heard on the social media places and on episode one, go listen to episode one. They're short. It's like four minutes long. Come on. What are you doing? You've got time. Come on. Go listen to it. Okay, welcome back. So, 
we're going to talk about random plant stuff every day. Whatever plant facts I can think of, uh, I like to pick things that have you know subsequently blown people's minds when I tell them about it, and we'll go with that. I'll answer some questions. We'll do some fun stuff. It's going to be crazy and you know whatever. Laid back, I don't know, there's words. And again, I'm not going to edit these at all. So whatever you get out of my mouth parts and my brain jelly is really what ends up in your ear holes. Oh my God, what am I doing? That's a lot of words that I did not need to say to you. Okay, so we're going to talk about berries. What is a berry? I can tell you what a berry's not. It is not a strawberry, a blackberry, or a raspberry, which are what we think of when we think of a berry mix. And if you ever get a berry smoothie, they've got strawberries and blackberries and raspberries in them. They're not berries. I'm sorry. They're not. They're various different things. Uh, You know, honestly, a strawberry is not even really a fruit exactly. We'll talk about that later. Um, So the definition of a berry is a fruit with three distinct fleshy layers. Do you like the word fleshy layers? I do. The exocarp, which is the uh, outer skin. The mesocarp, which is the fleshy middle part that you chomp with your teeth bones. And then the endocarp, which has the seeds in the middle. So uh, uh, think about a grape. A grape's a great example. The outside is the skin. The fleshy middle part that we eat and squeeze into wine is the mesocarp. And the jelly-like insides, the, the gelatinous goopiness that holds the seeds is the middle. So also think of a tomato. A tomato is a berry. Huh. Strawberry is not a berry, but a tomato is a berry. Think about when you cut a tomato in half. It's got the skin on the outside. It has sort of the firmer flesh that's the mesocarp. And then there's goopiness inside where the seeds are that sometimes you'll clean out if you don't want your salsa too runny. And sometimes you leave in if you're into that sort of thing. So there are a lot of things that are actually berries that you don't think are berries. Uh, So how about a banana? A banana is a berry. Now, you don't think of a banana as really having seeds, uh, but they do. And the wild-type bananas actually have large seeds and very little flesh. So a banana is a berry. Uh, It has a leathery exocarp. It has a soft, chewy, chompity, chompity mesocarp, and then a sort of goopier endocarp that, you know, when a banana first starts to turn into the uh, disgusting puddly mess on your counter, the mesocarp and the endocarp get even softer and grosser. So uh, another definition of a berry or another prerequisite that something has to meet before it can be considered a berry is that it comes from a flower with a single ovary. Now, flowers may have multiple ovaries. They may be arranged on a stem in a particular way where multiple ovaries fuse together. Looking at you, blackberries. Each little capsule on a blackberry is actually a uh, droop, which is like a peach. It's in the same classification as peach, uh, which is why blackberries have some crunchy crunchiness to them. You eat each of those individual cells, and there's a seed in each one. They fuse together along a central stem, and you get what we know of as a blackberry or a raspberry. But a true berry comes from a single ovary, and the seeds have to be distributed throughout the endocarp uh, and throughout the structure of the fruit. So there's a couple of variations to this. I, I mentioned that um, bananas are a berry. Tomatoes are a berry. Uh, what else? We've got peppers, all of your peppers, from bell peppers to uh, serrano peppers and habaneros and jalapenos and everything in between. Those are all berries. Uh, eggplant or the fruit from an eggplant. 
What do we call that? So the plant itself is an eggplant, but we tend to call the fruit eggplants as well. Like, I'm going to go get an eggplant, and you don't get the whole plant. You just get the uh, fruit. So egg fruit, we have a researcher here that uh, at Texas Tech that, that works on eggplants, and he tends to call them egg fruits. But, I, you know, I don't like that. I don't. So is it kind of like a Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster thing? So, uh, you know, where the where, where Frankenstein is the doctor or the plant and Frankenstein's monster is the fruit of his labor. So we're going to call them uh, eggplants and eggplants monsters. We get with that? Anyway, those are berries too. Uh, there's some other kinds. Uh, uh, an orange is a type of berry called a Hesperidium with um, three fleshy layers. They have two or more seeds in the co- in the capsules, in the little segments. Uh, they have a thick, leathery rind. You know what else is a berry? A pumpkin is a berry. It's called a peepo uh, or a pepo. It's, it's a peepo. I've heard people say it both ways, but technically it is called a peepo. Although I've heard people say peepow and pepo and papa. No, that last one's not true. Peepos. So uh, anything in that gourd family. So cucumbers, um, watermelons are peepos. Well, actually, I don't know about that one. That one may I may be wrong about that one. Uh, but a watermelon's definitely a berry. I just don't know if it's technically considered a peepo. So someone out there fact check me on that and uh, uh, let me know. But yeah, lots of weird things are berries. And lots of things that we call berries are not uh, of the things that you would typically find in a berry smoothie, the only thing that's actually a berry is a blueberry. So thanks for hanging in there, blueberries, and being cool and, uh, you know, living up to your name. Yeah, that's all. Berries. That's all I got. Go eat a pepper. Uh, your stuffed bell, bell pepper is a uh, fruit dessert, so congratulations. Anyway, see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Vikram, and this is the Plant Prof Podcast with crazy plant facts and whatever else my brain comes up with. Today is day three of Nano Podmo. Nano, 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 no, no, no. It is not Nano. It is Na, Na Pod Pomo. I will get this right before the end of the month. Anyway, podcast today, uh, I'm talking plants. So um, I just poured myself a cup of coffee, and uh, it is awful. It's awful, y'all, and um, I don't want to call anyone out, but I'm just going to say this coffee is not the best part of waking up. Um, Normally, I drink some great locally roasted coffee from either my friends at Tierras Planas or at Bold Grounds Coffee Company, but I'm at work, and uh, I didn't have any of that with me. My my supply here at work ran out, and so uh, we had a can of uh, red-colored poor quality in every office coffee. So I went ahead and made that. And I mean, at some point it's about the drug, right? There's caffeine in it and it's warm. And, and so, so it's doing the job, but it is not good. It is not the best part of waking up. So speaking of coffee, let's talk about pumpkins. So I mentioned yesterday that pumpkins are berries and uh, do with that information what you will. But uh, it is it is pumpkin spice latte season. Pumpkin spice latte by the um, uh, famous coffee uh, roaster Starbucks. And um, when they introduced the pumpkin spice latte in like what two thousand three, 
Pumpkin spice was off to the races. Everyone wanted pumpkin spice and everything. Pumpkin spice donuts, pumpkin spice eggnog, pumpkin spice fried eggs, pumpkin spice pizza, sausage. I don't know. Desserts, mostly desserts. I hope that mostly we're sticking to putting pumpkin spice in things that are sweet. So um, for the longest time, there was no actual pumpkin in a pumpkin spice latte from Coffee Bucks. And uh, it was just pumpkin pie spice, which does not have pumpkin in it. It's like cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, clove, and a couple other things. Uh, but in like 2015, people were like, no, we need pumpkin in our pumpkin latte. And so Starbucks said, yeah, fine, okay. And so they put pumpkin puree in the syrup uh that goes into a pumpkin spice latte but it turns out that's a lit, little bit of a misnomer because botanically and scientifically a pumpkin's just a squash just a squash y'all and so just just any other any old gourd that happens um to be orange and round and uh is good for carving faces for the carving of faces Anyway, so uh, there is so the, the the pumpkin puree that they actually put in the syrup that goes in a pumpkin spice latte is very heavily just generic squash goop. Uh, there is some pumpkin in it. There is just so little pumpkin in it that it absolutely does not change anything. It's really just to appease the the naysayers that said no. If this is a pumpkin spice latte, I need pumpkin in it. So here are the ingredients to a pumpkin spice latte. And I'm looking at the uh, coffee dollars, the uh, uh, sun, bu- sun dollars. So Starbucks, I'm going to call it, I'm just, I've, I've said Starbucks a bunch of times. So we're just going to go with Starbucks. So here's the, the ingredients, milk, duh, pumpkin spice sauce, pumpkin spice sauce. That is super appetizing, right? So that contains sugar, condensed skim milk, pumpkin puree, quote unquote, Contains two or less of fruit and vegetable juice for color. That that sentence, that phrase doesn't make any sense. Contains two or less of fruit and vegetable juice for color. Natural flavors, annatto, I don't know what that is. Salt, potassium, sorbate. That's what's in the pumpkin spice sauce. Brewed espresso, whipped cream, uh, vanilla syrup, pumpkin spice topping. So it has things in it and there is some pumpkin in it, but I just wanted to make the point. If you were curious that there is actual fruit because a pumpkin is a berry and a berry is a fruit. There is fruit in your sugary, sugary pumpkin spice latte. So by the way, a, uh, 16 ounce, which I guess is a grande, uh, just in case I haven't ruined your day enough, has 380 calories, uh, uh, 52 to- grams of total carbohydrates, um, 50 grams of sugar, but it does have 14 grams of protein, which this this says that 14 grams of protein is 28% of your daily requirement of protein. I, I, I beg to differ, but... Anyway, uh, so yeah, 380 calories in a grande and 50 grams of sugar. So um, if you want your expensive fruit smoothie to be full of sugar, go get a pumpkin spice latte and uh, have a wonderful fall. By the way, it's November, so Merry Christmas. Well, hi there. It's Vikram Baliga, and you're here with me for The Plant Prof. This is episode five-ish. Yeah, it's got to be five because it's Napod Pomo and it's the fifth. So that means this must be the fifth episode. By the way, I am not going to do this daily forever. I, I'm y'all. I'm just not. I can't. My brain just it just won't. 
won't happen. Will not happen. So uh, it'll go daily through the end of the month, and this will probably be going forward a weekly companion to my bi-weekly uh, fortnightly podcast, Planthropology, which you should be listening to with your ear holes. Uh, oh, by the way, today is Planthropology's first birthday. It's the first anniversary of me jumping into the podcast world. So uh, go follow Planthropology in the places. I've got a cool new logo from my friend Beth, uh, who is just fabulous. Um, her handle on Twitter and all over the internet is Franz with Benefits. Franz? with benefits. And I just, I can't get over that. I love it so much. Anyway, go follow Planthropology. Go give it a listen. I would very much appreciate it. So uh, yeah, day five of Napod Pomo, um, which has been a lot of fun so far. I'm hoping I make it all the way through the 30 days. Um, We shall see what happens. We'll see what happens. So we're talking about coffee. This is the uh, first time of probably many, many many, many times that we talk about coffee on this show. I love coffee. If you have known me for any period of time, either in person or virtually, you have probably started to pick up how much I love coffee. Uh, I like lots of different kinds of coffee. I like lots of different brew methods. However, this coffee I picked up this morning, I'm a, I, you know, I wanted a bagel. I actually wanted a Nova Lox, um sandwich, open-faced sandwich, whatever. Uh, so I stopped at... Um, this bagel establishment named after a famous uh, relativistic particle physicist named, or well, uh, from the, I don't want to say his name, named Albert, named Albert, his name was Albert, uh, and his brother, I guess. This this place is named after Albert and his brother. Um, so I stopped and picked up the bagel. The bagel was great. The lox was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it. This coffee is not good. I, I'm sorry. It is just not good. I was in a hurry. Normally, I try to make my own at home, or I'll I'll make some here at work. I have a few bags of really wonderful coffee from um, my friends over at Bold Grounds Coffee Company here in Lubbock, America. They are everything's locally roasted, home roasted. It's so good, so good. Uh, but I didn't have time this morning. I woke up late. Actually, I didn't wake up late. I woke up on time, and then even like got dressed. And laid in bed to check something on my phone or whatevs and uh, woke up like 10 minutes later. And you ever get nap fog? Nap fog, like when you nap for too long or you don't get a good nap? I got nap fog at 7.40 a.m. And that was just not fair. So my whole day has been kind of on tilt. So I needed coffee. Picked up this whatever roast. I can't even. Caribou coffee. I'm looking at the sleeve right now. And I've drank about a third of this because at some point it's about the drug. Uh, instead of the flavor, but gosh, this is just not good. So uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about coffee, and there's way more to cover than we can cover in one 10-minute or less episode. So we'll start here. It'll go somewhere, and one of these days, you'll get a pretty good picture of how coffee works. So coffee grows on a tree. Uh, these trees do best in mountainous um somewhat cloudy, humid, and somewhat cooler environs. Now, you may say, no, but they grow coffee in places like Ethiopia and South America, and that is very true. All those places do grow coffee, but it's grown up in the mountains, and uh, typically, they tend to have cool nights, uh, not terribly hot days, um, lots of fog and mist, and these trees uh, are not very big, and they do quite well. So coffee, as we know it, is the seed of the fruit of the Caffea Arabica tree. 
and uh, it grows in these little cherries, and they look like cherries. They're uh, they have a pit like a cherry. Um, they turn red like a cherry. I've never tasted one, but I've heard they're sour, but not bad. Uh, so the the seed part, the pit, is separated out from the rest of the coffee cherry. It is dried, bagged. And then sent to roasters all over the world. So the coffee is roasted um, through a variety of methods uh, that that give you different flavor tones and caffeine contents. Uh, By the way, the darkest coffee is not necessarily the most caffeinated coffee. Sometimes your light to medium roasts uh, actually have more caffeine. Blonde roasts, from what I understand, actually have a lot of caffeine in them. Um, But anyway, so the, the delicious, delicious, don't punch your friends bean water that we like to drink every morning uh, actually comes from a cherry. And uh, it's produced all over the world, but, um, you know, primarily some of the better coffees tend to come out of South America and Africa. Even though they do grow um, some pretty good coffee in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S., comes from all over the place. So, um, y'all don't drink bad coffee. I mean, again, if you need the caffeine jolt that's fine i guess but life is too short to drink bad coffee so uh i'd like to hear about your favorite coffee what do you like to drink i uh my personally my favorite brew method is the french press some people don't like the muddy mess that a french press can make Uh, i'm a big fan i like it i like the thick coffee i like a little bit of grit to it um I like the flavor tones you get out of a French press, although a Chemex is very good as well. So we'll, in the future, talk about all these brew methods in a little more detail. But for now, I would like to hear from you. So I have an email address. It is theplantprofpod at gmail.com. I would like to hear your comments. Uh, Also through Anchor, you can record a voice memo uh, with your thoughts about coffee. Um, I'm probably not going to make a dedicated social media for this. I do too much social media. Um, so you can either catch up with me on Twitter or Instagram uh, on my personal pages, which is at Vic Bradley, at Vic, V-I-K, Bradley. Um, or you can find me on my main podcast accounts, which are Planthropology, pretty much anywhere you look. And uh, connect with me. Tell me your favorite kind of coffee. I want to hear some feedback from you. I'd be happy to feature your voice or your thoughts about caffeinated bean water on the show. Uh, Anyway, that's all for today. We'll talk about something else tomorrow. Okay, bye.